Ramble. I often even notice that when I'm journaling by myself, I'm still not asking the tough questions. You learn a lot there, like your inability to tell yourself that you love yourself. When I watch Smosh, I recognize that Anthony was the cute one, but I would stand Ian because he was the funny one. T. The Shartney conspiracies are pretty enjoyable, I will say. I, for years, have gotten DMs being like, mm -hmm. I know you and Courtney are dating. I see the signs. If I ever look cute or sexy in a photo, they'll be like, how does Shane feel about this? <laughs> Dude, on that tip of we were joking about Kevin's actually secretly being behind a green screen this whole time. There's this Twitch streamer who had a refrigerator in the background forever and everyone wanted to know it was inside the fridge, right? And then one day it, he moves it and it's just a cardboard cut out of the so fridge. So awesome, I saw that. That review so was good. so great. Oh, um, I love that stuff. Yeah, it's fun to know. Thanks um, to the podcast listeners for pointing out that apparently my microwave is haunted. Yeah, uh, what? I never noticed that. I, I haven't either. Um, now I will be watching. I'm terrified. You know, I don't trust technology, so maybe it is possessed by the devil. Yeah, or maybe probably. just the technology just doesn't doesn't like trust you or something. That probably, does it look like, it doesn't have demon eyes right now. I don't see any demon eyes My microwave. other than yours. Ha 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 Well, your, key, <laughs> your keyboard is uh, possessed. Damn right. So, take that. You need someone to save your house again? Duh. <laughs> 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 Duh. I had my place saged. I think I talked about that though. How did it, did it didn't do anything? Didn't do anything. I it mean, maybe nice. maybe placebo effect made me feel like nice for a few days. Sure, but you know, like I I have a little incense thing that I burn up there sometimes. I just light fifteen hundred candles. You that do always. That always works. I have so many candles. Yeah, how Let's many see. candles do you think you could count them right now? Uh, in this room, I have one, two, three. I just have three, but I also have some incense uh, sticks over there. Um, and then I have a candle in my bathroom and some more incense. I just love like sm like good smells, man. I think it's like, good to have not? candles. Like there should always be one in the bathroom. Always, always something smelling good or near your bedroom. Kitchen, I mean, unless you're cooking something nice. But then living room area, definitely. I used to feel so weird about having different smelling candles on though. I get that. I think that's fine. That that makes sense. Unless it's a good cocktail of smells, you know. I mean, you know, you get that you get that teakwood and tobacco. You mix that with some yeah. some amber, and I don't know, like I'm gotta... conflicted because I love smells like red apple, but I feel like that's very mm. much attached to like the holidays. So I have all my yeah. red apple candles like hidden away for when Christmas time comes up. Yeah, yeah, you're talking Yankee Candle Christmas memories scent. Yeah right there, uh, um, which is great. Sure, my guy. But it's always gonna remind me of my grandma's house. Aw. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, can I actually talk about, I'm so shocked and concerned at how invasive my spiders in my apartment are. Oh, really? Like, it's just, it just felt like never in my life have I felt like I'm in their space. Like they, these oh, spiders. They've, con they've conquered it. They're just like, I'm just like oh, the audacity because they're putting mm -hmm. webs in areas that I'm like, I'm clearly walking through this area all the time. And yet they're, they're just like, yeah, I'm just gonna set up camp right here in front of your freaking doorway. Those like, motherfuckers. I just don't know what I'm doing differently. I, I, how many spiders, how many spiders do you have now, uh, would you I, guess? I just, I just am constantly walking through webs. And I haven't but they seen are anything. they are web building spiders. Yes. Yes. See, I I have zero issue with web building spiders because they pick a location. I am aware of where they're at. We can have a truce. I and I know that they're going to be catching flies and fruit flies and stuff. So I say, "Hey, you've picked your corner. You're fine with that. I'm giving you a permit to stay there and work there, but don't be showing up in weird locations." Yeah. I mean, my my logic is if I see you, if you're in my way, if you're in a space that I like, if I see you, you've basically lost survival of the fittest. You failed oh. as a spider in your stealth and ability to remain unseen. And I'm like, well, you lose. Sometimes I'll be like, well, if you're really not in my way, I'll let you be there. But as soon as you get too close for comfort, I have to get rid of you. One time when I was getting ready for bed, I saw in the corner of my room, right by my trash can, 
not one, but two huge ass daddy long legs had set up camp right next to my bed. And I was like, bro, you guys, I was like, I guess they're fine because they're daddy long legs, but they were. I, I don't just, think daddy long legs are technically spiders either. I think they're they're classified as something else, but they look like spiders and they're creepy. What are they? So whatever. Uh, I don't know. There's something, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're not technically a spider. Doesn't matter, right? We're talking about just bugs sure. that crawl around. I, for me, it's spiders specifically that In I will let live, that I will mm. let live. If, if I, even if they're, even if they are the type that are walking around, if I'm like, okay, look, man, you're cool. Just kind of like you, I'm like, just don't be sneaking up too close to me. All yeah, right? yeah. Uh, I found a pretty decent sized jumping spider which are my favorite one. They're probably my favorite bug. <sighs> I love jumping spiders. They're Spooky. super nice. They're super nice. They'll crawl on your hands. And they won't bite you and stuff. That's good. Um, I just I get like, nervous. They're going to jump at my eye. No, they're not going to jump at your eye. Why would they jump at your eye? They jump around and it's like, they don't know what I don't want. You just see a jumping spider and she's like, hey man, we're cool. But I'm going to get that eye. <laughs> I'm going to get your eyes, Courtney. I should probably intro this cast as we as we as we pod or cast this pod. Oh, I guess. Um, I guess. Yeah, you can notice it's pretty empty today. Just hear two voices. It is just me and Shane. Damon was supposed to be in it, but he's he's moving. Well, he moved, and Spectrum Internet or his internet is uh, giving him problems, so he might pop in later. But his... it's just me and this little dumb bitch right now. Oh, thanks. Great. Awesome. So you like spiders? I love spiders. Um... <laughs> I love, I love spiders. I don't get too many bugs in my place and I don't know why, but I really Yeah, cause do. you're on the first floor or I don't know. Yeah, let's give, my you, let's give my Sorry. location away. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> just kidding. But I've gotten spiders a couple times and I always let them live and they always kind of just disappear after a day. That's so good. I don't know what's up. I'm almost offended that they don't find my apartment. <laughs> They're like, hey, this party's lame. That they don't want to stay here. This party's lame. I'm a dip. Hey, this place fucking sucks. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> is that how spiders sound to you? Yeah, this is what spiders sound like. Shut up. I'll just be, I'll be asleep in my, uh, <laughs> in my bed late at night. And all of a sudden I'll hear a spider catch a fly in the other room. And just like, it's like, hey, I fucking got you. Hey, you get your fucking hair. I'm not gonna get my hands off you. I'm a fucking spider. Oh my god! That's you know what that the sounds conversation. Like? That sounds like that character where, like, where it's like someone standing in front of the pyramids, going, "Hey, these are older than you think they are. <laughs> hey, these are older than you think." <laughs> I got a phone. It's a Nokia. I used to sometimes get a random bee that came into my apartment. That's awesome. Yeah, but in apartment twenty-three. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> See a bee. So so I've I think I've told this story before. The the only insect that I am just absolutely unforgiving towards is wasps. If I see a yeah, wasp of course. and you get near me, I, it is it is to the death immediately. Or hornets though. Well, sure, but wasps, though, if your legs are dangling as you're flying, that's too cocky, you're going mm. down. And I had a wasp fly into my apartment years ago. And this <gasps> is when I, I lived in a one bedroom with a loft, so the ceiling was huge. And this wasp was flying all over the place. And I had a broom and a and a Nerf football. And I was just running around the room trying to throw the football at the wasp. That is the most and, Shane way and to it would, deal it with it an insect. Swooped, it would swoop down at me and I'd have the broom like swinging around at it. It was a boss battle. It was Dark Souls. Well, and that's the thing. God, Dark Souls. It took, it took like a half hour. It was a half hour battle. I was bloody and beaten at the end of it. Dude, uh, wasps are territorial. That's why That's why they're so aggressive. Well, they so can't aggressive. be territorial inside my apartment. Well, I'm territorial inside my apartment. Okay, valid. Uh, yeah, I'm terrified of bees and I have like no reason to be. It's weird, I love bees. I love bees and my mom has an obsession with bees because they're so cute and they do such good things. But I'm also, I'm like, you're so cute, stay away from me. I really am scared that I'm gonna get stung, even though stay I'm not Stay away allergic. from me and let me eat your spit. That's gotta be weird for them <laughs> that they like spit all this stuff everywhere and then occasionally these giant creatures come and steal all their spit. Dude, I have this obsession with bee TikTok. There are people that get called to places where it's like, oh, there's a hive being built in my wall and they go into the wall, take it out, get them, find the queen. I've it's been on awesome. the YouTube, I've been on the YouTube. Uh, Damn, that's a commitment. Kick, and it's 30 minute videos of them like uncovering 
just massive hives inside yeah. people's walls. I mean, so hives nice. that weigh like 15 pounds. It's, it's crazy. Awesome. Like some some of those bee people will like not even have gloves on dealing with the bees. Yeah, they're so casual. So casual. It. So what's up? What else? What else? What else? What else going on? I didn't shower <laughs> before this podcast. Ew. The, the, this day has gone pretty fast. Ew. And I didn't have time. Uh, so I worked out right before this, and so I'm all gross and sweaty Stinky right now. Pod. But I'm glad that nobody can smell me through uh, YouTube and or whatever podcast yeah. network you're listening to this on. Not yet. We'll get there um, technology-wise. I've, dude, I've been like on a health kick lately. I'm trying to like. Yeah, you've been like cooking healthy and shit. Like what the hell? Oh man, I I just I don't know. Like it's easy with quarantine to kind of like falter and just kind of resort to ordering food a lot and not eating as healthy. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I'm i on a kick. I, I'm just like, I'm viewing food as a means of making myself stronger. So I'm trying to just put as much good stuff in my body as possible. Pretty I'm good. Like, I'm like eating tons of fruits and vegetables and I immediately feel so much better because of it. It's you sound like a video game character that's like <laughs> literally. It feels like it. It feels like when Mario eats the mushroom and gets bigger. That's how I feel <laughs> after eating asparagus. So uh, what's like? So what do you? Yeah. What are like your favorite things? The healthy things to cook right now. So my diet's been insanely simple. Uh, because I'm I love to cook. Um, and I will cook like I will attempt to cook fancier more complicated things but when i'm just cooking for myself i am very often super not lazy but i'm just as basic as possible my go-to thing is i saute either like uh usually it's a chicken breast maybe it's a salmon filet or a very occasionally a steak then i steam up some broccoli or i throw some asparagus in the oven or i or carrots or radishes or some some for, form of vegetable, right? You gotta have that. And then my my favorite is throw some quinoa in the rice cooker, bam, that's dinner. And I do that 90% of the time. This fancy as hell. Besides that, I've never had a diet. I've never followed diets. Um, I know it works for some people, but for me, my mindset has always been a matter of like, I'm gonna try to, I need to eat these things every day, right? So I'm yeah. like, okay, what what are all the, what are the healthiest foods? Okay, I'm gonna eat at least one of each of those today, you know? Mm -hmm. So like Greek yogurt, a bunch of fruits and vegetables um, on top of whatever I have for, for dinner and lunch. Uh, <laughs> oh, nuts are incredible. Nuts, eh? Dude, walnuts, almonds. Yeah, dude. You're sounding like a lot like when I went because I I'm I'm the same way where I don't really follow diets except for the time when I went vegan for almost a year. Right. And ultimately, it was like it just caused me to snack less, and I lost my baby fat so quickly. My friends even were like, "Dude, you look really skinny. It's kind of scary." And I just it was it was just because it wasn't snacks weren't accessible because my dad's mm. house was filled with just cheese and stuff. And like, interesting, but yeah, it makes a difference when you really, it's off. That's an obvious statement to say, but I yeah, just think, I think a lot of people for sure. Cause I think a lot of people are very focused on not eating a lot of stuff, like mm -hmm. not eating sweets, not drinking soda. Mm -hmm. And my mindset's always been the opposite of like, okay, I need to drink a hundred ounces of water today. I need, to eat an orange and an apple and some celery and some asparagus and some spinach. And then by the time you've focused on eating all that stuff, you're mm -hmm. so distracted that you don't end up eating sweets because you've been eating mm. all this other stuff. To be fair, I'm not trying to lose weight. So I know the mindset's very different probably. Mm -hmm. I, and I know every body is different. Like I'm not a nutrition expert. I'm not a fitness expert. Yeah. And what works for me may not work for other people. So I'm and not. And you don't have to, to clarify that. This. It's not like you're telling these people like, you guys all should eat like me. You never said that. So don't worry about it. Um For sure, but I don't I don't want it to be insinuated. Dude, earlier in quarantine, I like started to gain weight. And I gain weight in like very specific places on my body. It's not like it's a like throughout thing. Because I was like, well, I'm always home. I'm I want to be happy and like food makes me happy. So I just was constantly buying donuts, cookies, 
uh, sweets, all types of candy. I was ordering food all the time. Um, but I, I did eventually like get into cooking more. Like I totally love getting broccoli. I saute it in some freaking garlic and, uh, and salt and pepper and stuff and butter. I like using butter. Nice. But yeah, I was really bad. I'm still, and I'm getting better. I think what I like to do is I try and replace things in my diet. So mm -hmm. instead of the donuts and stuff, I was like, okay, I want something sweet. So I'm going to just get some fruits instead. And I literally only give myself totally. those options, like replacing soda or alcohol with kombucha. So I think that totally works. Yeah. For me, for me, the motivation, because like I think so many people are motivated entirely by appearance. And I think there's nothing wrong with desiring to look a certain way, but mm -hmm. if it's your entire motivation, I, I, for me personally, that always crumbles at a certain point. Yeah. For me, the motivation is like, like I said, when I have a day where I eat super healthy and I work out and I'm doing all this stuff, the next day I always just feel mm -hmm. so much better. Mm -hmm. And that's my motivation is that I'm like, I'm gonna be stronger and by mm -hmm. eating this, I will be stronger. Uh, yeah. That kind of mindset keeps me going better, but. Yeah, I just, I can't, I don't think being hot is a personality trait. Like, sorry. A lot of times, obviously, I when I work out, whether I notice a difference in my how I look or not, I just feel more confident and I feel like it also exercise, it gives you endorphins and, and all those things like it. and. Like when people are sad, sometimes they can go work out and feel a little bit better. Like that's what my therapist has told me to do. Exercising and taking care of yourself isn't like because you shouldn't do it because you feel like gross if you don't. I don't know. I don't know. No, what I'm no. So, so I know exactly what you're saying. And there's a specific reason I've been so motivated or just been doing a great job of of doing these things lately. And it's because I recognized that I was measuring my life in achievements. Mm. And I dropped that because before my mindset was off and I, I don't do it too much with fitness, but it still was affecting me where I'm thinking I need to achieve this or I need to achieve this weight or I need to achieve this appearance in order to feel happy. And mm -hmm. that's always gonna screw you over. It's why I'm so about body positivity is because if you feel, if you recognize that you are worth, you are worth it as you are, mm -hmm. you deserve to be happy as you are, then doing these things becomes a gift to yourself. Yeah, it's as opposed more frosting to, on the cake, yeah. As opposed to I need to work out and eat healthy because I'm a piece of shit. It's, yeah. holy crap, I love myself and I can give myself the gift of feeling better and becoming stronger totally. if I do this for myself. Totally. Like I miss, I miss personal training so much because I was not only able to like make myself feel stronger, but having someone there who believed in me and supported me and was helping push me further mm -hmm. in person, like was was awesome and it's hard working out at home man i don't know how you have done it so consistently like you no no i feel like no no fans or listeners know like your like your secrets your how you've gotten to uh this i think it's really more consistency i don't work i don't feel like i work out like crazy. There's a lot of people I know. You do though. But Ugh. I mean, I mean, like when they work out, they are lifting far more than me. They're li like doing intense mm. workouts. I just feel like I'm, I'm just constantly. I, I just like to do something every day, and it doesn't have to be that much. But um, uh, like for me, my quarantine workouts because I'm not at a gym, I don't have access to weights. A lot yeah. of times I'm just doing like, I'm just doing push-ups and pull-ups and crunches and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, one of the things my dad was the one who told me about this, but I think it works, is if you get a deck of cards and you keep flipping cards and whatever the number is on that card, you do that many push-ups. And you just keep flipping cards and it just kind of keeps you motivated, keeps you going. I don't have like a set routine of like, okay, I'm going to do three sets of 10 of this and this and this and this. I often just work out until I can't yeah. anymore. I'm just like, all right, I'm going to push myself as hard yeah. as I can. I used to at the gym be like, okay, six sets of 10 of everything, 30 minutes of core, like just unnecessary stuff. But yeah, I'm to the point now where 
I pretty much just work out my arms until I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like I was gonna do, like I even, I even tweeted about it. I was thinking about posting my workout routines. Cause I even told you I have like my crazy butt workout that I call the mountain, um, which is very, it definitely works. And I'm very happy that I have that. So I could be like, okay, I'm going to do two mountains today. That's a solid butt workout. It was like, I tweeted it. And then literally like the protests and everything started happening. And I was like, this is not the time to like make my sure. own content in any way. And like now I'm, st and then, and now we're working again, like in the studio and stuff, social distance mm -hmm. style. So like, I just don't know if I'll ever, I'll ever get around to it. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah, you're right. Just like working out until you feel good. I like there's, there's yoga YouTube channels that I follow that I'm like, if I'm too lazy to push myself, at least playing a video to like do some shit. My mom was a fitness trainer for like most oh, yeah. of her life. And her, what she always said was the best workout is the one that you're going to do. I think it's whatever that you're motivated and you have fun doing, do that. Like if you love rock climbing, rock climb. If you love jogging, jog. Um, if you like playing tennis, play tennis. Whatever physical activity you love, you can just do that. And that's going to be enough. Like you just need to mm -hmm. be moving every day for a certain amount of time. Yeah. I think setting goals like, um, okay, I want to be able to do 20 pushups in a row is mm -hmm. going to be a great one because then you're working towards something and then you can get that accomplishment. Appearance is weird because you can, regardless of if you actually do look good or not, you can wake up one day and just be like, I hate how I look today. Yeah. And then that motivation's gone because it's just based on such a fickle thing. Whereas if there's a number, if there's like an accomplishment yeah. that you're working towards. I commend you for your consistency. I think I was in this, like, it's crazy, dude. I, I asked Alexa the other day. It's been 135 days since our first day of quarantine. Oh, my God. Can you believe that? 135 days since we, like, got back from Australia. And I was, in the beginning, I was like, I was obviously, I was in the best shape of my life when we got home from Australia or around Australia time. And so I was desperate. I was working out every day, doing everything I could. I was like, just want to maintain what I have. And then I was, I was running every day, everything. And like, then I just like, I've started to lose motivation. And I, but I think I'm kind of grateful in the way it's like, I don't have to do that every day, man. For sure. Like, for sure. What am I pushing myself for? For sure. And also beating yourself up is only going to keep you down. Exactly. Like I totally appreciate working out because it like when when you're pe have pent up stress or anxiety about what's going on in the world, exercise is an excellent way of getting that energy mm -hmm. out of your system. For sure. And that's something like my therapist told me. She's like, "Well, know that it is benefiting." So, yeah, but like ultimately, it's like <laughs> I don't need to be buff to sit on my couch all day, you know? Like I don't need like I don't need those things. I, I think it's good to feel it's it's whatever you want to do to make you feel good. Like you said, yeah, rock climbing or just freaking sitting down and drawing all day. Like mm -hmm. as long as you're stimulating yourself in a way that helps you like, dude, I finally finished a, a diary for the first time since middle school. Oh, snap. Uh, and it's I, I it's really cute. I tweeted the other day or, or yesterday or something about it. And like I asked all the fans to show me what their diaries looked like. Having something like that too, like journaling, because you have you journal a little bit, right? I do. Yeah. Not as consistently as you. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm almost every day I try. Yeah, I don't. And when I do, it's rarely I rarely write about myself. Mine's more like thoughts on things. So I'm not talking about my day. There's not much information on myself in it. It's more like, this is my thought on love. And this yeah. is what I think love is. And I'll talk. <laughs> that's an example. That's a good example. It's a valid example. Occasionally when things are really bad or really good, I'll write a letter to myself of oh. like, if it was someone like treating it like it was a friend of like, hey, you need to know this right now. You need to hear this right now. Sometimes I even write like, I love you to me, just to myself, because like, I think it's important to tell yourself that whether it's in writing or no, out loud. I think, that's, I think that's great. I remember, I remember uh, it was like a decade ago, The Secret and all those types of books and stuff yeah. were out. And it was a lot about like gratitude journaling and all this stuff. And it, obviously it was based on this idea that it's like, if, if you write about your intentions, they will magically come to you. I don't personally believe that there's some magic force that's drawing everything you want to you, but I do think writing down 
what makes you happy in life is gonna make you happier. Mm -hmm. And also writing down goals is gonna help you focus on those goals and get them. Yeah. So I think a lot of those things really are beneficial on like a psychological level. It makes perfect yeah. sense. And it's nice because it's more than just 160 characters on Twitter where you for just sure. kind of like tweet your feelings. And you it's also really... for yourself. It's yeah. so for yourself and you feel it because yeah. you feel, you know it's true. Your you words know, are you just as valid in an empty room. Yeah, because I, well, but also I often question myself whenever I'm posting something on social, as genuine as it feels, there's always a part of me that's questioning whether or not I was genuine about it. You know what I mean? Like, cause yeah, I'm, I'm voice, tweeting yeah. about something. So I'm like, is how much of me is looking for affirmation from other people with mm -hmm. this? Whereas mm -hmm. when you write it entirely for yourself, it's totally private. You know, that's your real intentions. And there's, it helps yeah. you learn about yourself in that way. Agreed. You, like you get, you can really dive into what you're feeling. And I feel like one of the, one of the fans was like, oh yeah, my ther therapist um, wants me to get a journal. And I'm like, dude, therapy and journaling, that's like such a, that is, and I said, I was like, that's excellent self-love because that's the healthiest way to um, organize your thoughts. And like, and we, I feel the same way about Twitter. Like, cause sometimes I feel like I'm not saying enough. And so people will misconstrue literally anything that I say. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, like, I like, I think you feel the same way too. Like I like to be able to, especially it's harder right now, but like Twitter used to be like this really fun, silly place where I get to make people laugh with for just sure. like funny content. It's, uh, it's obviously been a vehicle for other things lately, but mm -hmm. yeah, we haven't really been the type to always put out our thoughts on everything that's going on in the world because it's like, just also like, I'm not trying to make everything about me. You know? I don't I, I don't put my personal thoughts out there that often because I also don't think that I'm that smart. <laughs> so I I don't I don't ever feel comfortable putting my opinions out there because I'm always questioning whether I'm wrong. I think that's good to have that though. I can, it's hard for me to adamantly fight for a lot of things. I will retweet people who word them perfectly and I'm like, yes. this is the person we should amplify those voices. But I mean, when I'm yeah. talking my myself, my own POV, I'm constantly questioning it. I'm constantly changing it. Um, and even like, even like now talking about this health stuff, like I said, I'm not an expert and I'm often gonna question, I'm like, oh, can my workouts be better? Probably, am I doing something wrong? Maybe, am I working out too hard? And is that hurting me? Possibly, I'm oh my constantly gosh. asking that. I just, whatever, but anyways, going back, <laughs> journaling stuff is great because I think it it really for me I often even notice that when I'm journaling by myself I'm still not asking the tough questions you learn a lot there like your inability to tell yourself that you love yourself mm -hmm. is always an interesting one and just how immediately it, uh, whether it becomes negative or positive when you're journaling there's a lot that that you can learn yeah, you like even just when you're talking to a therapist, like there's this really cool picture I saw where it's two people, one per a person and a therapist. And what the person is saying is this tangle of thread and then it's going across to the therapist and the therapist, what they're doing is organizing your thoughts into a mm -hmm. ball of yarn. Like, because totally. when you're just, when you're able to just like let it all out and just talk about your feelings, you'll sometimes just figure it out on your own. If you just keep it all inside and just think you're dealing with it internally, that's like you're you're stopping halfway. Putting it like. putting it out there is so huge. Cause you don't you often don't realize how, for lack of a better word, how stupid yeah. a thought can be until you put it on paper or you tell someone and you go, holy crap, I was telling myself that. I was telling myself I wasn't worth it. Mm -hmm. because of some dumb reason. Yeah, it's, as soon as it's all communication. As you say it out loud or put it on paper, it really puts it into perspective. Yeah, it's communicating with yourself. Yeah, because you're the only one who has ac full access to your brain. Nobody else yeah. does. So it's an important responsibility to like at least look inward every now and again. I think it's like, I, I it sounds stressful the way you said it, Shane, of like, I, I, am I stupid? Am I being dumb enough? Do I not? Am I not being smart enough with everything that I'm saying? Like. It's, it's, that sounds stressful, but I think it's also important for people to always look inward at least once in every situation. Yeah, and it's, it's sort of stressful sometimes if I have to make a decision or if I, 
you know, deciding whether it's the right thing or not. But it's saying like, oh, I love myself for who I am and that I don't have to be super smart and I don't have yeah. to have the answers for me to love myself. It's okay to yeah, be dumb. Well, sometimes. Yeah. On certain things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you, like, also recognizing that your own voice, you you deserve to be listened to even if it's just you listening to yourself and like what your true sure. intentions are and stuff. Oh, uh, I will say, so this is something that I don't think I've told anyone. Ooh. This is, okay, it's the Shane wow. Top, Shane Top secret. <laughs> Shane Top secret time! <laughs> ear, 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 ear. Um, I don't think I brought this up before, but, so I have a bunch of journals for different things, right? Uh, okay. Some that are more like silly. Um, oh. Where I'll write down joke ideas and stuff like that. And then I have some that are like, Gratitude type journals or whatever. But I have one that um, I don't, it's sometimes tough to write in it, but I have had it for a long time. I've put in a, a few entries um, and I call it a book of praise. And uh, every time I write ah. in it, every time I write in it, I pick, usually I pick a person. I pick a person that I know. And for now, in general, it's always, it's usually a friend or someone, or a coworker or just, someone I know, and I write about what makes them awesome. Oh, I, write about, I started a book like that forever you write ago. About, you write about like what makes them, what's so incredible about them. And you just, you go down that. And I think the ultimate challenge with it is as you keep writing entries is you run through all the people that you know you love and you start getting to people that it's a little more conflicted. Mm. And it's about picking people that it's like, I really don't like this person. All right though. Let's try to see what's great about them. Yeah. Like, like, like what's, what is like, try to find that. And s sometimes I'll pick like a thing and I'll just mm -hmm. praise that thing. Like I'll, I'll be like, ah, uh, doing the laundry. And I'll write about what's so awesome about doing the laundry. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have, I have one of those and. That's good. Cause then if you like, if you've written a page about somebody and then you're like in a fight with them. Mm -hmm. uh, you can like go back and read the page and be like, oh, I gotta remember what's more important. For but sure. yeah, I think I've tried that a couple times. I, I I think that's a good idea. I definitely wanna do that. And on a selfish note, it's great because it gets me out of my own head and it gets me focused on other people. Absolutely. So. Cool. Yeah, dude, pretty sick. That's really tight. It's honestly very tight. Whoa, mega dope. Holy crap. Ultra sweet. Just make these text That tones. sounds like a gum now. Yeah. Uber cool. Uber cool sounds like a gum. Sick as fuck. <laughs> yeah, what else going on? I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah. Nonstop. That's all I've been doing. That's uh, awesome. That's, that's been my self-care, is uh, being a samurai warrior. Thank it God. It looks really cool. Thank God video games have been off the chain this year. Mm -hmm. uh, it has helped me get through this quarantine. Yeah, I started playing Uncharted and I, I wanna get, I wanna go play The Last of Us games again. And then I also, what other game did I really wanna play again? I don't know, I just like, I, that's the thing with my motivation thing. Why are you smirking? Why are you I was smirking? Just laughing at what possible video game, you wanna play, uh, you're looking to play one of the putt-putt games again? Uh, no, I've never played <laughs> Fucking pet pet game. I have Sims on my computer. Oh, remember when I bought my computer and I was like, I'm gonna learn Premiere and I didn't. Oh, there's time. There's, there's plenty time. of time. I will there's do it. There's plenty of time. I've been learning other things like directing full on sketches, mm -hmm. shit like that. But uh, yeah, Sims was fun for a while. <laughs> just, just making people's babies, seeing what their babies look like. Quarantine has gone on so long that like, yeah, like what do we do? So another thing I've done, I'm just starting to get creative now. Like I think I fully realized I'm like, whatever, I'm living my introvert life and I'm just going for all in. Cause I was having difficulty finding TV shows and movies to watch. Mm. And I ended up not watching anything. Cause I would turn on Netflix and I'd just be like, there's too many things. Yeah. And I would turn it off. So I've been picking a director. Oh yeah. And then I started the, their first movie they ever made and I watch all their movies. So smart, so smart. Um, I need to do that with like Wes Anderson or something. Or you could do it with like an actor too. That could be fun. Ooh, to just start dude. with like Brad Pitt and just watch his first movie and watch him grow older through all his movies. 
pretty cool. Uh, I was on like a a, a corny rom com type kick. Where what did I start with? The first one I watched was uh, legally it went legally blonde, clueless, uptown girls. Um, then another uh, a weird Reese Witherspoon movie where it's like Owen Wilson's in it and Paul Rudd. Owen Wilson and or, uh, Paul Rudd and Reese Witherspoon have been in a few movies together. They're an odd duo. Anyway, the what was the the movie was called How Do You Know? It was such a weird movie, dude. It was Reese Witherspoon and Paul Rudd and Owen Wilson is like this other side dude in it. And it's like these two people's lives who are so separate. The only thing that they have in common is they both know people who live in the same luxury apartment building. And like, it's the most dialogue heavy, wordy, neurotic script. And it's like, you literally have to be physically unable to change the channel or get off your couch (laughs) to be able to want to sit and watch this whole movie. But at the end, there's this like random scene that didn't even have anything to do with the main characters that you just like watch. And it made me fucking cry. It was like it was like this single mother's giving birth and then her boyfriend comes in and proposes to her and they like happen to be in the room and I'm, and then and then they like stroke right now. This the entire movie, movie goes me. and it none of it makes sense and at the very end it, it, nothing happens the whole movie is just dialogue and at the very end Owen Wilson has to take Marley to the vet to get put down. Fuck. <laughs> Dude, I hate Can I y'all hot take? I hate the movie Marley and Me. It, those I think movies, it, you know exactly what you're gonna get with those movies. You never, you never get out of what the, yeah. one of those movies without shedding a tear, no matter how hard you try. It's like, oh, you want to go watch my dog Skip? Nuh-uh. I know what's gonna happen. It's so weird. Even like, if it's even if it's the best, even the best possible outcome is always gonna be the dog dies every time. Dude, it's like literally a trailer that's like, hey, are you in need of a good cry? Come on in. It's just brutal. They are always brutal. I just, ah, like literally my dog Skip, I remember watching that in theaters and you think it gets towards the very end. It's the last, and I'm sorry, I'm spoiling it. So spoilers for my dog Skip warning. If you don't want my dog Skip spoiled for you, uh, the whole thing plays out and you're like, this was great. This was a happy story. And then it goes to a montage at the end where the boy goes off to college and then it's like this this voiceover and it's just like, and then eventually I got word that Skip died and all this stuff. And I'm just like, yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, we, were so, we were almost out of here. I was almost out of the theater. And oh I my God. See, I just hated Marley and me because I was stressed out at how they, hold on. I think someone's banging on my door one second. Uh-oh. Talk and entertain them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Hey guys, welcome to Shane Alone Cast. Uh, now, the fun thing about Shane Alone Cast is that it's just me. Uh, I hope you're uh, doing really nice on this Wednesday or Friday or whatever day you're listening to this. I hope you have a nice cup of tea with you. Is it chamomile? Jeez. Is it sleepy time? Green, perhaps? Hi, all right. What's going what on? What were you saying? Uh, what, someone what, threw well, a package at my door, like physically threw it. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, but it's like my Barnes and Noble books on female leadership. Was it a so was it a frisbee? Yeah, <laughs> in a package. Yeah. Uh, it's just a round box. No, it's my <laughs> it's my um, books that I ordered. Unboxing. I'm a woman who can read. Which. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. I'm not a witch. I don't, you're, though, you're a witch. A Dude. sandwich. Yeah, I am 100% a sandwich. That's, That's my brand. Right. That's all right. <laughs> Kevin says, oh, Kevin this, says is, this is the first ever podcast, just us two. Yeah, we never, we like very rarely do anything, just us two. It's because it's We rarely awkward. talk. We rarely talk. Yeah, um, I don't like you. Because if we so much as as say hi to each other, Shartney fans poop themselves. <laughs> I was <just> going to say, <laughs> Shartney fans actually shart themselves. In this video, Courtney says hi to Shane. Clearly they're married. <laughs> the, Shartney, the Shartney conspiracies are pretty enjoyable, I will say. I, for years, have gotten DMs being like, mm-hmm. I know you and Courtney are dating. I see the signs. Yeah, I think the weird ones that I get are like, if I ever look 
uh, like cute or sexy in a photo, they'll be like, how does Shane feel about this? Like as if I need your permission. I want that post. comment. I want that comment on every single thing that ever happens. Any news headline <laughs> is just like, oh yeah, yes. um, a swarm of locusts have hit India. And people be like, I wonder how Shane feels about this. <laughs> just <laughs> oh anything, God. just wonder how Shane feels about that. I love that. Yeah, I mean, I even started this, this, the court mean has started to rise. And there's a there's a version of almost everything. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen you and Olivia get Shea shifts Livia, together. Shay Olivia. Is it thing? Yeah. Uh, I used to I used to like talk a lot about like or or I think forever ago in a YouTube video I was like oh like it's you can't ship us it's weird like we're basically brother and sister but like I don't feel like I agree with that now like that feels weird to say in the sense of like I doesn't like like you said like these these ship videos are funny to me it's not invading mm -hmm. on my life I'm not saying please ship us at all you know we've like we're professionals and we literally have to like kiss in videos and stuff. It's not something that, I don't know. It's, I feel bad because a lot of Chardonnay fans get bullied is what I'm getting at. Like, oh, and like, 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 like people are like, you're making it weird. Or yeah, like stop, you're obsessing over something that's not real, which is like, whatever. Like, people are allowed to ship me with anyone they want uh, or anything. Uh, ship me with bananas. Cause I love bananas. Yeah, uh, you do. I view it as content. People are making content. They oh, yeah. make the videos where it's like, this is the two of them. This is highlighting yeah, this the fact that possible they're, scenario they're, or theoretical. They're able to get creative and like, and especially with like edits or things like that. Like I've seen, we've seen and, and talked about edits where it's like they make an entire storyline out of our footage, like creating a new story. I am begging you, please make a ship edit of me and Kathy Bates. Make oh my, my dreams come true. But to be real, like I will say, I think the reason it doesn't, it doesn't really make me uncomfortable because it's like, it's just another one of those things. Like, like you said this before, a lot of sometimes fans think that like we are all best friends and that we actually all do hang out every day. And, and they just, there's a lot that, that goes on behind the scenes that people just don't know. And our, our YouTube life is a very separate thing from our home and our personal lives. Um, and like, obviously some of us hang out a lot, but like others, like it's, it's, it's really no one's business, but also just ultimately people, it's just, it's a reminder of like, yeah, people really have no clue what goes on and it doesn't, For I sure. think it's since it's so, it's not something that hurts me. As long as it's something that doesn't hurt me. I'm like, it's yeah. Ultimately, <laughs> yeah, they're not saying negative things. And so I, it's hard for me to have like a problem with it. Yeah, when I mean, it's like, ultimately positive. My first time I was ever in a Smosh second channel video was with me and Ian and Anthony drawing Star Wars characters from memory, and like, I was immediately getting comments that I was blowing them under the table, like, tr like literally in that video that I was doing that kind of things. It's like, yeah, that stuff made me uncomfortable. That stuff's That's weird. Rough, yeah. But I used to ship Harry Styles and Louis Tomlinson. Like I, mm -hmm. I get it. Like I was, I was a, I was a directioner. <laughs> what was your mindset for like when two you were, months? Wait, what was your mindset when you were shipping them? Like, you, did you think it was? Re did you want that to be real? Did you think it was real? So I discovered One Direction on Tumblr, and then like once you go down the rabbit hole, you see the Larry Stylinson edits, and then I was like, what is this? And it's basically just like it was like the Chardonnay edits, where it's like. My first time ever seeing anything like this where any time, cause they were, they were filmed all the time. They were documented. They were vlogged from mm. the moment they were on America's Got Talent to onto their other while stuff. While he was like, shitting, just While they were times. shitting, like Harry shitting on the mm -hmm. YouTubes. But like literally so fans would find every second where they looked at each other or touched each other or anything that alluded to like sexual tension was put there. And it's like so easy to believe and be like, whoa, that's crazy. Like. So you believed it was real. It was something that I would like to entertain my mind with. But I mean, I I think that's fine for a teenage for a teenager to. Yeah, to but think then that. there was like then there was fans that were like, "Wow, they were like Louis is lying about having this baby. This baby is fake, and he's just doing this to hide the fact that he's actually with Harry right now." Like they were like, "Oh, yeah. this baby hand in the photo is clearly a copy from this other photo." Like, yeah, weird shit. That's, that's when it gets when it unhealthy. Gets in, it gets intense. Well, that's it's a conspiracy when it makes theory. You uncomfortable. Yeah, it's a conspiracy theory. You're saying something is true, 
and then exactly. pointing out to anything that proves yourself right, which is yeah. an illogical way of going about things. It's not healthy to invest your time in people who don't even know who you are, like in that unhealthy of a way. Right. Because like, also, it, like, regardless if it's true or not, I don't know, if they want to keep it private, then you're not going to know. But I don't know, like, the, it, it's a weird thing to get angry or to get that obsessed with. Because, yeah, you're never going to really know. The but I think it's a day, fine thing to have fun with. Yeah, just whatever. I don't care. Like, it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't hurt my feelings that somebody thinks I'm dating someone. It is weird. So, remember the other day? I was looking for cursed images and I was like, I was trying to find cursed images of you because I thought that would be funny for GDFN. Mm -hmm. But I ended up finding an article that was like um, talking about like, oh, is Shane single or is does he have a girlfriend? If so, that girlfriend would be very lucky. That was the title of this article. And then I got in a weird rabbit hole of like looking at weird articles about us because there are more and more articles every day about us. There is one that thinks that I've been married before. Uh, well, have you? No. <laughs> <laughs> they no. found out. They, they found I have a second family like in Wisconsin. Yeah, there's some weird and like, I don't even know, people are spending like lots of time compiling information on my height, my shoe size, my my marital status, um, how many siblings I have, which there's there's always too many or too little or like random names in there like that I don't know who they are. Like that's a, hilarious. A Kent or something. And I'm like, <laughs> ah, I don't think so. Uh, it's creepy, dude. You have you ever Googled yourself? No. Well, not in a long time, not in years. I don't want to find out. Um, I'm fine with certain misinformation. Like if someone wants to say that I'm six feet tall, hey, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it's wrong. <laughs> I might say no comment. Yeah, that's really funny. I There is a lot of like, I have seen like, there is a lot of misinformation that does get thrown around though. Like saying that I was born in Los Angeles. There's a lot that has been weird where it, one that was on there for, that was on the Smosh Wiki for a long time was that my favorite TV show was Once Upon a Time. What? That was on Smosh Wiki. And I was just like, all right. I don't know about that. See, sure. Like, it's possible maybe you once mentioned that show and somebody Probably. was like, oh, that must mean he loves that show. Because like, I will say it's interesting because coming from being a fan in, in, in fandoms and like I was in fandoms, but I never like, interacted with other people in the fandom ever. I just absorbed the content and moved on. But like, cause I remember when I was, when I watched, when I watched Smosh, I recognized that Anthony was the cute one, but I would stand Ian because he was the funny one. T. <laughs> and I was like, that's, cause T. like I Double was always T. the one. I liked, I liked Niall because I felt like not a lot of people liked Niall in One Direction. He was like one of the ones that was liked not as much by like universally. You, you always pick just the, the one that's just left out. I just picked, yeah, I'm like, you know what? I dig, I dig you. Hey, I don't know. I don't I, know why. I, I pity the shit out of you. No, I genuinely, <laughs> I genuinely did. Cause it's like, you know, I think I, I naturally go toward like the underdog, you know? It's like kind of like one of those situations where I don't know why. And then I I would I did see all the all the E Anthony shipping stuff and thought that was so crazy like But it but it photoshopping had to be, them to be kissing. Right. And, but it had to be weird cuz cuz as you were talking about before of like you don't ultimately know everything that's going on behind camera. Mm -hmm. You were a huge fan of Smosh and then coming and working with them, you saw that it's like, "Oh yes, they are great yeah. friends." But as friendships and as relationships and everything are, it's so much there's just so much more going on or not yeah, going it's, on. It's like, yeah, you know. It's so easy to to like, to put them in an, as an idea or in a box because you've never met them or had a conversation with them. Like, cause the first time we met Ian and Anthony, they were so chill, like so down to earth, like people. So yeah, and then so, so coming from being a fan of things and then now being something that people make fan right. edits about, you have yeah. like when I, I, that's why I like, I had a huge appreciation for fan art, like extremely when it when it first started coming my way because like I appreciated drawing and I was I was a fan girl. So like I got it. I I'll never fully get used to what it feels like to be on this side of that line. 
of mm-hmm. the on the receiving end. Um, yeah, like I don't know, like I, like you've seen me in the last year. I just started getting like way crazy anxiety about meet and greets. Like, yeah. I had I had like my first physical panic attack in Australia after mm-hmm. our first uh, uh, convention meetup. That was crazy. At the end of the day, it's still a great experience. Going back a little bit, just the last thing I'd want to say on this is just to like take to take a lot of it with a grain of salt. Like there's so much you can decipher body language and so many things in so many ways. The, the last instance of that that I that I experienced was the first couple podcasts uh, when mm-hmm. we were in quarantine. People were commenting that they were like, I'm really worried about Shane. He looks really depressed. He seems like he's in a really bad Ugh. place right now. I hope he's doing okay. And the 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 truth was I was very quiet in those early podcasts, but the reason was, one, I was not getting enough sleep. I kept staying up late playing video games and waking <laughs> up too late. But also my podcast set up my mic was too far away from me, so I had to lean uncomfortably forward and it made speaking just more difficult. So I often ended up just being like, I'm just gonna sit back and listen a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But that was the reason. But on camera, it appeared like I was in a really dark place and I was really quiet because I was really sad. I wasn't sad at all. I was actually having great (laughs) days. I just, just, in recording that podcast with that setup, there were other factors that made me more quiet and not seem as happy. But I think that's the thing is like, there's nothing wrong with assuming something based off a video and going, oh, Shane seemed angry there. It's also going, oh, there's a million reasons for that. Maybe he just hadn't had coffee. Totally. Maybe this is their third shoot of of that day and they're burnt out. I don't know. And there's like, there's weird things where it's like, oh, you have no clue how many of the people you're watching on YouTube are currently dealing with a private investigation with a stalker. And that can severely affect you every, like that's just one of the examples where it's like you, and like they obviously don't want to talk about it because they don't want to bring attention to it. That's obviously a very random example. No one is dealing with that right now, but it's things like that, that it's like, you really have no clue. Uh, So do you want to get into the shoot, dude? Let's get to the shoot dude. This is a link to the shoot dude. 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 Dude, I love shoot dude so much. I love shoot dude. Shoot dudes are pretty sick. Shoot dudes are pretty sick. Honestly, shoot dudes are pretty sick. <laughs> that voice. Honestly, like, I think shit dudes are pretty cool. Hey, would it be okay if I got, can I get, um, can I get a vanilla ice cream cone, but can I also get one of the ice cream bars as well? <laughs> I only have $2, so I hope I can get two. I only have $2, so if I could get two ice cream balls and the ice cream cone, please. Why is he Sean Connery? Excuse me, I'm a baby. If I could have an ice cream cane, please. I'm doing the Brittany Broski voice where it's like, hello, I, my, my widow cat got hit by a call. So I'm coming today to play for, I don't know. Okay. Sean Connery, baby. Okay, hello, are I'm you a ready? Baby. Yeah. Okay. So this week's shoot dude comes from someone by the name of Percy. So this happened while I was in college. I was madly in love with this guy friend of mine and me being this closeted gay guy didn't have the guts to do something about it. So I resorted to writing Harry Harry Potter fan fiction where the two characters I used represented the two of us. It was basically the love story. That was his outlet. That was his, his outlet, yes. Get that outlet, honey. It was basically the love story in my head that I wanted us to have. I just finished a chapter update on my laptop while I was in the library when he showed up from behind me to surprise me. He saw my account and it got awkward super fast since my author name was based off him. For example, let's say my crush was Tommy Bo. The username was Bowie Thomas. I had no choice but to admit the whole thing and how creepy it was. On top of that, it was also the first time I was coming out to someone so I was freaking the hell out and ended up crying. Oh my God. He took it pretty well, but he rejected me on the spot since he was straight. He asked me to change the username, understandable, but other than that, everything was okay. He even helped me come out to our other friends after that. I got over my crush on him about a year after that. I suck at moving on, okay? And I'm happy to say that he's still one of my best friends to this day. Oh my gosh, Percy. That's That's a shoot dude followed by a 
Oh shoot. That man. is a mega shoot, dude. But that's that, but that's ultimately so sweet. That's such yeah. a good friend. That's such a supportive, supportive homie. Yeah. Like you are still a person to them despite yeah. all the stuff. Like, because sometimes stuff can go south. But dude, I'm so glad you guys stayed friends. Totally relate on taking a while to get over someone as a crush. Um, especially when them finding out did not go the way you wanted it to. Mm -hmm. I'm I, so sorry. And props props to you, man, because that's so many people, completely regardless of orientation, are so bad at accepting if a crush is not into them and being able to remain their friend. Mm -hmm. That's mm -hmm. such a that's such a super skill that shows so much uh, emotional intelligence and like strength of will. Like, that's awesome. That, yeah. those, are two, those are two great people. Exactly. Like he's clearly a good friend that he was also willing to help you come out to, your, to the rest of you guys' friends. Like that is a, that's a true dude. That's a, that's a true friend right true there. Dude, that's you a guys true are, dude. Your guys' friendship is probably worth so much more than, I, I think that's the best outcome. Better than if he was like, oh, I'm attracted to you too. Yeah. And you're in a relationship. I think, I think this is the best possible outcome because friendships like that, it's gonna, you're gonna have them each other forever. Yeah, best possible friendship outcome. Otherwise it would have been like, are you writing fiction about me? Whoa, let's kiss. <laughs> like We should kiss <laughs> right now. Right now. But I feel like that would have been, I feel like uh, inevitably like a romance like that would have been more short lived than the the clearly permanent friendship that you yeah, guys have. Yeah, totally, totally. So I don't know. I'm I'm all about this. I'm yeah, I proud stand, of you, Percy. I stand. Dan Percy and your Percy's go. friend. It's Dude. nice to hear what Percy Jackson's up to. Have you ever been caught like in the act with a oh my God, I just realized what you said. Uh have you ever been caught like like with something like that, like oh, like writing your crush's name somewhere. I or? don't think so. I don't think so, because I don't. I never did that. I never wrote my crush's name. If I had a crush, I kept it so secret, and tried <laughs> to convince myself that I didn't have a crush because having a crush can be so uncomfortable, oh. especially especially at me as a teenager thinking I had zero chance. Oh, being I get like, that. Uh, I, I might as that. well, I might as well figure out a way to not have this crush. Oh. Than to get crushed. I once made a bracelet that said, I heart Johnny. Uh, and I wore it to school. <laughs> I like uh, thought that was normal. Oh my God. Uh, you basically, you just had a wedding ring on. Be like, this is your oh, this is yeah. our wedding ring. I wore you're wedding gonna give rings me to eventually, school. Johnny. Girls always wore wedding rings to school. Uh, uh, what? That's cool. Great. Great. <laughs> I'm gonna sure. fight you. Sure. Well, you should wear a wedding ring. That'd be so cute. I wanna see what you look like. <laughs> what? I just wanna see what a guy looks like putting on, like a straight male, putting on a wedding ring with a gemstone and everything and going like this. I would look incredible. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I want that for you. Okay. Anyways, Stan Larry Stylinson. That's that's the main takeaway is Stan yeah. Harry Stylus Stan Stary Lyliston. Style Louis Louis the Stylison. <laughs> Harry Stylus is God. Anyway, um thanks for casting this pod with me, Shane. You're a of you're course. a real you're a treat. You're a real piece of shit. <laughs> Anyways, this pod's been nice. Fuck you, you fucking you're the worst. Uh, this has been an awful time. This has been an agonizing episode of the Smosh Cast. Um, you know where you know where it is. Wednesdays it's audio. <laughs> hey, you know where it is. Hey, you don't need no building Shut up. like they used to. Shut up. Wednesdays is the full audio episode. Fridays is the full video episode with bleep sensor words and pretty faces. Rate us five stars if you mm -hmm. ship us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Or if you ship Larry Stylinson. Or if you ship. Comment, comment your favorite. Comment who you think is the most powerful ship. I yeah, think it doesn't have to be just Smosh either. Koa, well, sure, but okay. the Smosh oh, ones are high up there. No, I, I think it'd be whatever, because if you want to ship me and Kathy Bates, <laughs> that is the ultimate. <sighs> ship me and water, a huge fan of water. I love water, Shut water loves up. me. Together, we're so powerful. But probably amongst Smosh, Damien and I's ship is pretty powerful. 
Koa's up there. Koa's iconic. Koa's hard to beat. Koa might be the strongest. Cortivia's uh, pretty good. Cortivia's good, but Koa, Koa's pretty good. Anyways, uh, this was you great. You know where it is. You know where it is. <laughs> hey, y'all know where it is. <laughs> Bye. Bye.